How much would your life change if you knew every single time someone told you a lie? Even if that someone was you. Lies like you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, you can't own a business, and you definitely will never make more than you did in your old corporate job. Get ready to be proactive, passionate, productive, and oh so profitable in a way you've never before experienced by opening your eyes to the big fat lies. Now, here's the host of Big Fat Lies, business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. <laughs> hey, guess what? It is Friday. Friday! Yay! So for those of you who take the weekend off, we might be just cruising in. So as we get across North America, it's time maybe to have a cocktail and sit down and listen to today's big fat lie. It's so funny. Like I do like a quick little live before I come on. And for some reason I did my live about confidence and not about competition. <laughs> so good thing I don't have to be perfect anymore. Otherwise I just would have driven myself absolutely insane. Um, yeah, so today's big fat lie is confidence. No, it's competition. <laughs> it's about competition. Oh my goodness. So how many times in your life have you felt like you needed to compete to have what you want? Right, just thinking about that, like competition as something that you felt like you needed to do. Now, there's a small percentage of the population who freaking love competition. You know, they're competitive athletes, they're competitive business people, they're just competitive in every area of their lives. And they freaking love it. They thrive on it. They get so much energy from competition. So we're probably not talking about those people because they don't even judge themselves. So they're just like, no, I'm going to be number one and get the fuck out of my way. So if you are listening to this show with little kids around, as usual, please put your earbuds in if you don't like the F-bomb around your kids, because most likely I'm going to use it several times in this show, as I usually do. So this is the first time you see my face. Hi! My name is Jennifer Kramer Lewis. I am a quantum wealth shaman. So what is that? I use and call in all of the elements of nature to help you have the most wealthy experience that you can have in your life. We use something called the quantum field. And so if that's something that you haven't heard of, um, hi, this is very interesting that you've decided to tune into this show because I am freaking groovy as fuck. And so quantum is all of the matter and antimatter of the universe. And so our next minute is being built in the quantum field. And so the best way to describe it is, you know, we only have the present. And so the more we're active in the quantum field and we know that our thoughts and feelings and emotions are programming the quantum field and that our relationship with nature is our relationship with wealth and abundance. And so if we're not actively being our natural selves, then in most cases, what can happen is there's just like a disconnect and a lack of abundance and wealth in your universe. 
And so I make it sound pretty fucking simple. And in a lot of cases, it's not. It's not. You actually have to have somebody sit down with you and have a conversation with you. It can be me. It can be someone else. And talk to you about, like, what is wealth to you? And, you know, what is abundance to you? What's your connection to the universe? What's your connection to the quantum field? And, you know, because most people come to me, in some cases, they've been very, very good at making money, but it comes flying out the other side of their life, you know, so they might be the first generation of female wealth in their family, and they feel guilty about it. They're like, ooh, I feel guilty about having this much money. I don't feel, I sort of feel alienated from my tribe because I have this much money. And so that's, you know, the quick and dirty on what a quantum wealth shaman does. And so today we're talking about competition and competition as a lie, competition as a lie. And so anything in your energetic field that makes you feel shitty, that makes you feel guilty, that makes you feel crappy, that makes you feel a huge lack of confidence. And so maybe that's what I was picking up on is a lie. Do you guys get that? Like your life, everywhere in your life that you feel like you're less than, everywhere in your life that you feel like you're not measuring up, you know, on the competition ladder is a lie. It's a lie. (laughs) Which is kind of fun. (laughs) It's kind of fun, isn't it? So what do you do with that? What do you do with a lie? Well, you can just be aware of it. And start to put it on your radar that you may be susceptible, you may be susceptible to the lie of competition. And so one of the tools that I do use in my tool belt is something called human design. And I do notice that if you have a defined ego center, a defined will center, you may be better with competition than other people. And if you don't have a defined will center or ego center, you may feel the competition urge, but what you do with it will be a little bit off kilter. It may actually make you feel like you want to crawl into your turtle shell. It may make you feel like you need to just like work harder or work faster or, you know, do more than other people to get results. And I do actually notice that for myself, competition, I'm really internally motivated. So if I feel competition, what it does is it makes me harder on myself. It doesn't actually make me feel like, oh, well, you know, when I feel like I need to compete, I need to reach out to my community. I find for myself that competition helps me alienate myself. And so if, or, or sort of abuse myself. And so I don't actually do competition much. Um, I notice when the urge to do competition shows up and then I'm like, "Mm, no, I need to fucking change something right now. And so think about that for yourself. Where does competition show up for you? Like, does it show up more in your female relationships? Does it show up more in your male relationships, your sibling relationships, your actual love relationships? Do you find that your partners compete with you? 
And what do you do with that? Like, what do you do with yourself? Like I noticed for myself, competition makes me harder on me. Competition actually damages my relationship with myself. So what do you end up doing with that? So maybe just think to yourself, like, wow, when I feel competition, where do I go? What do I do? How does competition show up for me? And so it can show up for you intellectually, like you're like, have these thoughts. And it can also show up for you emotionally. So competition in your mindset, competition in your emotions does competition show up does it make you have like a gurgly belly or does it make you feel guilty or upset or any sort of low resonating feelings or are you in the lucky small percentage of people that competition just switches on all your lights and you're like yeah I'm gonna fucking get this I'm just gonna make sure that this shows up for me and so where are you on the equation wherever you're listening right now uh, you can jump into the inspired choices network chat room if you are listening live on the inspired choices app or if you're listening on the um, desktop or on your phone you can jump in the chat room and participate with us you're invited to come every single friday at four o'clock pacific and join us this is like a transmission this is like a full master class on competition and we're going to be here for the entire hour uh, from one o'clock to two o'clock pacific that becomes four o'clock to five o'clock eastern standard time and it gets later as we get across the globe or very early in the morning if you're listening from australia and so before we get super into it i just want to say i know that there's a lot of stuff that you could be listening to and i'm so grateful that you've decided to listen to my show i know that i have a, a group of people who listen to the show every week and i'm really really grateful for you guys so wherever you are let me know how it's going let me know about what you loved about the show what topics you'd love for me to cover wherever you are in the universe go ahead and just find that uh, comments button or find that chat button or jump in the chat room with us every week and yeah so let's really dial down like what can competition do what is a promise that competition can bring to us what is a gift that competition can bring to us if we don't go into the less than if we don't go into the punishing ourselves with competition and so as always the first segment of the show i'm just introducing the topic the second segment of the show i'm going to really go into the comp the mindset of competition and some mindset tricks that you can really start to activate and really start to bring into your life with competition and then this the third segment of the show we're going to talk about your emotions and emotional mastery and how to master how competition feels in your body and that's going to be gorgeous. I freaking love talking about emotional mastery because I would say as a business owner, emotional mastery is the thing that you need to have the most. You need to have the most of it because there's nothing more um, 
like it's going to sidetrack you every single freaking time when you get into an emotional tailspin. And especially like you're like, oh shit, I'm supposed to do this in my business and this in my business and this in my business and this in my business today. And yet if you are in an emotional tailspin, I am going to counsel you. I'm going to coach you. I'm going to facilitate you to like drop the mic leave your office. Do not contact any of your clients when you're in emotional tailspin. Do not do it. So yeah. So thinking about competition, how are you going to deal with competition in your life? So we've got somebody in the chat room here that says, I did go through a period of my life where there was a lot of competition in my corporate job. The funny thing was that it was the classic climb in the corporate ladder until I turned it into only competing with myself to be better every day. Yes, yes, yes. Think about that for yourself, guys. So are you climbing some sort of a ladder or do you belong to a corporation or do you have hobbies that you feel as though you need to climb a ladder? And how can you flip that on its ear so the only person that you're competing with is yourself? You know, I do notice uh, with the female population that it's, you know, we're very visual. We're like, oh, that person looks beautiful and I don't feel that beautiful or that person's in great shape and I don't feel like I'm in great shape or that person has more money than me or maybe that person has more privilege than me or that person has more opportunities than me and so when you're looking outside of yourself and we're going to end up talking about this in the very next segment uh, when you're looking outside of yourself for what it is that you need to do next that is one of the real pitfalls of competition. It's like, you know, if this person can do something very specific and we think, oh, well, that's the thing that we need to be successful, then like it might not even be that we're looking to be successful in our life. You know, like there's these energetic signatures there's energetic signatures and I've talked about them lots in my show. So if you want to go to my link tree, uh, I'm Jennifer Kramer Lewis on my link, link tree. And I have these archives of my shows. And one of them, we did talk about success and, you know, you don't have to be competitive in a way that doesn't work for you. You just don't need to be competitive in a way that doesn't work for you. So we're going to talk about the mindset mastery of being competitive in the next segment and really just everything mental about being competitive and how you can really start to tame those thoughts in your head that may be taking over your entire life. And so that's really something like competitive is only good if it works for you. So I'm going to invite you to join me in the next segment of the show. You have been listening to Big Fat Lies on Inspired Choices Network. My name is Jennifer Kramer Lewis. Have you ever said to yourself, I knew I shouldn't do that? How did that feel? What did you make that mean about you? Business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis stands for you being deliciously ambitious, passionately productive, oh so profitable, and creating a life that is truly delightful in every area. 
Tune in to Big Fat Lies every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com to open your eyes to the big fat lies that are keeping business owners from being the bright shining beacons they came here to be. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com or send a question or comment to Jennifer at jennifercramerlewis.com. Awesome. So in this segment, we're going to really start to unpick the mindset, the mindset of competition. And so if you're an ambitious person, you may think, well, don't I have to compete? <laughs> don't I get to compete? Well, it's interesting. You can be ambitious. You can be an ambitious person who actually doesn't buy into competition. And so think about that for yourself. Like how many lies have you already bought and how many lies are you actively selling about competition? Like it can be that there is a glorious one-upmanship. So think about this for yourself. Like uh, Napoleon Hill in his Think and Grow Rich recommends that you have a community, a community of people that you can have this, this is my words, not his, this glorious one-upmanship where you see your friends succeed and you're like, well, what am I doing sitting on my ass? <laughs> so it can be that there is an igniting power in watching your friends succeed, watching people that you respect succeed, you know, watching people who you think are, you know, active in your community or active in your skill set or even active, like just people that you think are really, really remarkable people. And you're like, oh, well, that inspires me, inspires me. So the inspiration actually comes in your crown. And so if you have a defined crown, um, then you know what topics that you are most likely going to be inspired by. But if you have an open crown, like a huge percentage of the population, and so I'm talking about your human design chart. So you can pull up your human design chart basically on every web browser. So you look up, type in free human design chart. And so you're, if you're open in your crown, then what happens is you can start to pick up messages what I, off what I call the psychic Wi-Fi. 
just basically like you could be sitting somewhere and somebody over there is having a mental conversation with themselves about how they're no good and then you end up picking it up inside your head and if you don't have the correct filters then it can show up as you think you're thinking that so I wonder if that's ever happened to you where you just like had a thought come in your head and you didn't really have the the mental wherewithal to be able to go, well, who the hell's thought is that? That's certainly not mine. Oh, so funny. And so think about competition. Like if you're in a place and space where, um, you know, people are being competitive, people are ambitious then then that ambition can come into your open crown and sort of start to take up residence. And so what can happen is that ambition can start to become that gremlin sitting on your shoulder, telling you that you're no good, telling you that you don't make the mark, telling you that maybe you should have accomplished the things that you wanted to accomplish by now, just really starting to dig their claws into you and make you feel less than. So I wonder if that's ever happened to you where you feel less than. And what if, what if it's not even your thoughts? What if you just happen to walk by somebody with horrible self-esteem and these thoughts ended up taking up residence in your open crown? So here's the thing. Having an open crown is not a bad thing. Having an open crown is what we call open-minded. So if you don't have any definition in the crown on your human design chart, then you're just open minded. How great is that? You're probably a wonderful conversationalist. You probably have like a really diverse shelf of books. You may have a really diverse set of friends and a really diverse set of like music that you love to listen to. So being open minded is excellent. One of the things that you do have to be very, very careful of is that other people's thoughts can take up residence in your head. And gosh, think about what's going on right now in the world. People are trying to program us so hard. Our friends are trying to program us. You should do this thing. You should do this thing. You should do this thing. The government is trying to program us. Oh, God, it's just so crazy. And so, I would love to invite you uh, to really examine, just examine what are your predominant thoughts about competition? Like, where are you on the scale of like zero, you never fucking think about it, and 10, you know, you're really having a lot of competitive thoughts. And so just notice that for yourself. Oh, wow, I'm like a 10 out of 10 on competitive thoughts. And, you know, if you're like, oh, I've never even thought of that. Great. That's my job. I bring up stuff people haven't thought of all the freaking time. That's what Big Fat Lies is all about. I want you to really notice these lies that are sitting in your consciousness, in your unconsciousness, in your anti-consciousness, you know, in your aura, in your, in your energetic field. They're programming you. Your thoughts are and other people's thoughts that have come into your open crown. So are they paying you to take up residence inside your head? Gosh, I hope so.
I hope so. Sometimes when I notice that there's just this niggling thought that won't exit my head, sometimes I'm like, dude, you need to pay me or get out. You need to just pay me or get out. And in most cases, it just leaves. And that's part of my shamanic training. And then also, I spent quite a few years with an international corporation uh, facilitating classes just like this. And that was one of the tools. You need to just like notice what you're thinking and then tell it to get the hell out. It doesn't belong there if it's not yours. So think about that. How many of the predominant thoughts in your head are even yours? And so with that scale of competition, you know, I really notice that high performing people are responsive. They are responsive people. They're not just sitting around, you know, hoping that something, you know, a client's going to come bursting in their door and, and insist on working with them. They are the type of people that, you know, are out there networking, you know, they're really having a good time searching for what it is that fulfills them. They don't sit around. But here's the thing. How do you know what you're going to do next if the predominant thoughts in your head aren't even freaking yours? Like you're probably thinking, God, do I need an exorcist? <laughs> no, you don't need an exorcist. You just have to be aware that if the thoughts are making you feel like shit, if they're making you feel guilty, if they're making you feel heavy, then they're coming from a different source. And so when you examine it, when you examine that different source, you can probably be like, oh, wow, this thought, it's definitely not mine. Where does this gremlin come from? And you might even see a face. It might be your mom. It might be your dad. It might be your ex-husband. It might be someone who, you know, their predominant thoughts have programmed your predominant thoughts. And so, you know, like, there's so many studies and surveys that really, really do show us how programmed we are from the collective. And so the collective is our culture. It's, you know, the media, it's any propaganda, it's, you know, what were the predominant thoughts and the predominant energetics of the household that you grew up in? Was it a lack household? Was it a, oh, well, you know, your brother got an A, what's wrong with you kind of a household? And, you know, even if you're the kid who gets the A's and the other kid gets shamed, you know, you, you love your sibling. You're like, well, wait a minute. I don't want that shitty stuff to happen to my siblings. So it may be, you know, that competition has been something that you didn't get to enjoy because you watched other people really splatting like falling straight on their face. And so if you're an empathic type of person, competition is really, really, really viscerally um, kind of disgusting for empaths in most cases. And so is that a bad thing? No, it's actually just noticing that, you know, that paradigm of competition for an empath may be very, very difficult. And so do you want to say all competition is bad? No, no. 
So what I would recommend, and you know, we did see this earlier with the um, someone in the chat room here, is that the person actually figured it out that they just were competing against themselves, just against themselves. And so, you know, can I do better? Can I make more sales this week? Can I, you know, create something new this week? Can I, you know, write something new this week or paint something new this week or, you know, just really walk faster this week? <laughs> can I work out more this week? You know, can I take better care of myself this week? Of course you can. And, you know, this is something that I totally recommend is that you keep records of what it is that you would like to change and not from a space and place of competition, not like, oh, you know, I want my thighs to look like Giselle Bungeon's thighs. Well, she's like a foot taller than me, I think. So like, where would I get thighs like that? But also, I'm really just relaxed. I know there's places and spaces where I do really freaking well. And I know there's places and spaces where if I decided that I wanted to like win, I'd have to really, really work hard to be able to develop the skills to be able to win in that place and space. So I wonder, are you trying to win in a place and space where you have no business trying to win? Think about that. Like, are you just putting yourself in an environment and judging yourself in an environment where there's really no place and space for you? Um, yeah, there used to be a, an Edison quote. If you, um, so, oh, I'm going to bastardize it. But it's like, basically, if you judge a fish on its ability to climb a tree, like, don't do that. Just really, really don't do that to yourself. And Keep yourself in environments that actually work for you. You guys get that, right? I want you to be in environments that work for you. So after the break, we're going to talk about emotional mastery and being emotionally adept in a competitive environment. If the gremlin is coming at you, if you actually do have to perform, then how can you have the emotional mastery that's required for you to perform and to not beat the shit out of yourself and feel horrible afterwards? So I promise I'll probably drop some more F-bombs. I might find something that's really freaking funny. And so please join me after the break. You have been listening to Big Fat Lies. My name is Jennifer Kramer-Lewis, and we are on the Inspired Choices Network. Have you ever said to yourself, I knew I shouldn't do that? How did that feel? What did you make that mean about you? Business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis stands for you being deliciously ambitious, passionately productive, oh so profitable, and creating a life that is truly delightful in every area. Tune in to Big Fat Lies every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com to open your eyes to the big fat lies that are keeping business owners from being the bright shining beacons they came here to be. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app 
Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com or send a question or comment to jennifer at jenniferkramerlewis.com. I love it. I love it. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. It's halfway through the show, and if you're just joining us, we've been talking about, like, everywhere in your life that you feel less than is a lie. And you need to be aware of the lie and put it on the radar that you may be susceptible to the lie of competition. And where does competition show up for you? Is it in your primary love relationship? Is it in your female partnerships? In your actual relationships with your family, with your siblings? Like where does competition show up? Because you need to know. You need to put that on your radar. And what is the gift of competition? And can it gift to us something if we don't go into the guilt of it, if we don't make ourselves feel crappy about it? And then also that you don't have to be competitive in a way that doesn't work for you. And that you can be an ambitious person who doesn't buy into the lie of competition. And that there can be a uniting power in seeing people you know or think are remarkable succeed. And I would say that that's one of the things that I find the most delicious. I find it so delicious when my friends win. And, you know, it may be that you need to just find more friends that find it delicious when you win. And they'll do anything, anything to put you in a circumstance where you do win. And I would say that that's part of my, my consultancy. The biggest part of my consultancy is I put my clients in the places where they can win and also give them the tools and the strategy and the mindset and the emotional mastery so they always know where that is. Because if you're judging your abilities in places where you have no business being, then it's just cruel. It's cruel. You wouldn't do that to a baby. You wouldn't do it to a baby human, and you wouldn't do it to a baby puppy. You would never put them in a circumstance where they were going to be in danger mentally or emotionally. So stop doing it to yourself. <laughs> Just stop it. Oh, my goodness. So in this segment, we're going to talk about emotional mastery. And so I love emotion. I am a deep feeler. I get tons of information from how I feel. So if you have been programmed that your feelings are bad, let me invite you to a new paradigm where your feelings are freaking good. <laughs> 
So if you pulled your chart uh, from any of these web browsers, just look up free human design chart. And yes, it's confusing. And yes, you do need help with it. But if your authority is emotional, if your authority is emotional, then you're here to actually feel the full spectrum of emotion. You're here to feel it, baby, feel it. And if your authority is something else, then you still need to know how to navigate other people's emotions. You're not actually here to feel a lot of emotion, but you can actually have that backfire on you where people can accuse you of being the emotional person. And so you do need to be able to be very adept in both cases, if you're an emotional authority person and if you are not an emotional authority person. So where is that with competition? Oh, baby, people get so pissed off when they don't win. People get so pissed off when they come in second. People get so pissed off when it appears that somebody's like taken your idea and, you know, made it better and then sold it. How dare they? How dare they? They are complete assholes. Well, here's the thing. There's no new ideas on the planet. There really aren't. How you approach your life is quite a bit how a lot of people approach their lives. And so to feel really at peace, to feel like you're succeeding, to feel like you are satisfied by life, then you're going to have to learn how to approach life differently. And emotions are one of the places where people can really, really start to succeed when they start to master their emotions, when they know what their triggers are, when they know, oh, wow, I can really feel an emotional thing happening. And they really know what to do. They know what to do with that emotion. And it's not barfing all over their domestic partner, barfing all over their kids, barfing all over their co-workers or their um, staff. That's not what the world needs. The world does not need more of that. And I wonder what it would be like if you could even just have a competition with yourself about like how many sort of emotional feelings that you have during a day. And what you do with them, what you do with them, do you go outside and lay on the grass and try to feel the heartbeat of the earth? Do you go and sit by a beautiful pond and listen to a waterfall? Do you open the window where you are and try to hear birdsong? These are all things I recommend, people. Do you go and get sweaty? Do you go for a run or go for a walk or, you know, even put yourself in an infrared sauna where you can just get the sweat out, get those toxic chemicals out of your body? Here's one of the things that I completely recommend is if you're having an adrenal pump, like something's made you so upset that you feel panicky and you know you're having an adrenal pump, well, you have to move your body and you have to move it really, really vigorously. So basically like skipping or walking super fast, jumping up and down, shaking your body as much as possible can be something that you can do if you are feeling that adrenal pump. 
And so when we think about competition, it can be a little insidious, can't it? It's like you don't even realize you're getting competitive. And so it's time to pay attention to those places and spaces where you don't realize where it's like just this silent lie that's operating in the sub, 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 sub system. And you got to start noticing where it's located specifically in your body. And this is one of the things that I work on my clients or work with my clients on is where is all of this showing up? Because it'll be very, very indicative of how you need to approach it. And that's the really cool thing that I love about human design is I was aware of the intelligence of the different centers of the body, but the human design component really, really gives you some really great intel on what you need to do next. And, you know, I mean, we may go back to Louise Hay. I always have that book, the You Can Heal Your Life book. It's always so um, indicative. And then when you take the book, take how somebody's feeling, take the book and take their human design chart, you can give them really, really a lot of information on what it is that they need to do next. You got to look in your body. And if that's new information for you, I'm so glad I'm the person to bring it to you because I keep hearing over and over that I just have a simplistic way of explaining bodies, simplistic way of explaining very complicated systems. And I'm also able to, you know, really facilitate a large group of people at the same time on how to really tap into that deep intelligence of your body. And so holy, do we have a lot of lies about bodies. And so when you're feeling competition in the crown part, like if competition sort of gives you like a oh, tight scalp, it can be that it's coming in from other sources. If you feel like competition gives you a headache, is your third eye defined or undefined? You know, so is it, if it's undefined, it can be coming in from other people's thoughts, other people's thoughts. And if it is defined, you know, like, what are you defining as competition for yourself that you're not meeting up to? And then when we move into your, you know, your like whole chakras, it's basically, there's so many different places and spaces that this information can be coming in. Competition can be coming in. And so when we're paying attention to how we want to feel, Like, how do you want to feel? Like, really? I want to give you permission to really just say out loud, how do you want to feel? Do you want to feel peaceful? Do you want to feel calm? Do you want to feel relaxed? Do you want to feel centered? Like, how do you want to feel? And it's really, really important for you to set yourself up to win in those places and spaces so that your predominant, your predominant feeling in your life is how you want to feel. And if you're not in the correct atmosphere, if the people around you aren't giving you 
the ability to have this predominant feeling, you know, in so much as you have to take responsibility for yourself. But then if you go into a toxic workplace every day and you're like, wow, I really can't feel calm or at peace here. I can't. If that's your sense, then you really do need to take responsibility for your life and know that you're never not going to be free until this predominant energy, whatever it is for you, it's if for me, the signature is something called satisfaction. And so if I'm not satisfied with my life, if I'm not satisfied with what I'm doing, then I'm never going to be at peace. I'm never actually going to feel like I'm getting traction, whether there's competition around me or not. And so think about that for yourself. Like, what is the predominant feeling that you would like to feel? And for me, you know, like the signature is satisfaction. But for me, the predominant feeling that I need to feel in order to be able to feel satisfaction is freedom. Freedom. Maybe freedom from competition, but I actually like a little healthy competition. I think it's awesome. So there's a tremendous freedom for me in choosing who I have healthy competition with and two and four, all of those things. So can you believe it is three quarters of the way through the big fat lie of competition today. After the break, we're going to wrap this show up. I'm going to give you a couple more tips and an invitation So I really hope that you will join me after the break. You have been listening to Big Fat Lies on Inspired Choices Network. My name is Jennifer Kramer Lewis. Have you ever said to yourself, I knew I shouldn't do that? How did that feel? What did you make that mean about you? Business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis stands for you being deliciously ambitious passionately productive, oh so profitable, and creating a life that is truly delightful in every area. Tune in to Big Fat Lies every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com to open your eyes to the big fat lies that are keeping business owners from being the bright shining beacons they came here to be. This is Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com or send a question or comment to jennifer at jennifercramerlewis.com. My goodness. Happy Friday. We are just at the tail end of the Big Fat Lies show. And today is all about competition. And so someone in the chat here is saying, I'm so lucky to have many people in my world that feel that way about each other, supportive and happy for each other's wins and help each other get into the best most positive situations for that friend. The cranky pants are all going away. La la la. (laughs) That's it. Here's the thing. You do get to choose the people that you spend the predominant amount of your time with. You do get to choose the frequency, the frequency of how your body's operating from 
minute to minute to minute. And, you know, what I would recommend is that you really start noticing the places and spaces and the conversations and the, you know, what's being impelled at you that doesn't work for you. It doesn't work for you. And so how do you notice it? Well, every time you go splat, Every time you go splat, mentally or emotionally, really want you to start keeping really great records. Like, what was happening? What was I doing? Who was there? And, you know, because you can work with professionals on this. I recommend it. But you're going to have to have really great records, you know, or you're going to have to work with a psychic, <laughs> which I am. So. I'm still going to actually recommend that you keep really, really great records for yourself. You could, so you can see your, you know, your menstrual cycle, or you can, if you don't have a menstrual cycle anymore, you still have a moon cycle. And so you need to really start to pay attention to those places and spaces where competition can come and just basically shove you shove you so hard that you're not doing the things that you love you're not doing the things that give you deep satisfaction you're just like in a tizzy about what other people are doing or how other people are making you feel well yeah they can make you feel that way if you are susceptible but if you're not susceptible if you're like oh that conversation always pisses me off for three days. Don't have the fucking conversation. In fact, the person who keeps serving you this dish that pisses you off for three days probably needs to be out of your life. Or you need to have such a big aura that it doesn't work anymore. And so you're thinking to yourself, well, how do I have such a big aura that it doesn't work anymore? Well, it's by doing the things that truly fill you up. You know, work is work. You know, until you become, you know, someone like me who gets to choose my clients very carefully, work is work. And so when you put yourself in a circumstance where you absolutely adore the people that you're working with, that you're rooting for them so hard, even, you know, when you're younger and you have these opportunities to go and work in other people's businesses, always choose people that you care about. Always choose a mission that you care about. And you will be safe. You will be way more safe and way more able to really actualize that core feeling that you would like to feel day to day and be very, very cognizant of the places and spaces that push you over into the paradigm of competition because competition works for some people it really really does you know and in most cases I've noticed they are the people who have that defined ego center so god bless you just you know compete be you know wonderkins win 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 if you have that I love that about you if you have that and if you don't have a defined ego or will center 
then you're going to have to look at where competitive people are able to get under your skin. And so if you're just tuning in, in the segment, the emotional mastery segment, we talked about people getting under your skin. And in the mindset mastery segment, we also talked a bit about people getting under your skin. And they don't have the ability to take up residence there. The more you're cognizant of people getting under your skin and competition getting under your skin and any sort of like impelled thoughts getting under your skin, the more you're able to just be like, mm, that's not my thought. What would I like to be thinking right now? What would I like to be doing right now? You know, maybe put on some like really awesome music, get moving, go for a walk. Or if it's really knocked you out, I want you to go lay out on the lawn, put your head against the ground and really try to listen for the heartbeat of the earth. Or just even smelling something beautiful. Smelling something beautiful is such a pattern interrupt. Um, we've been trimming the evergreens here and they smell so gorgeous. So just like freshly cut pine needles or, you know, some evergreen smell is going to be so, so pattern interrupty when you're feeling not happy and not healthy about competition. And so, yeah, I wonder... If you would like to join me next week for the Big Fat Lies show, and I think next week what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about confidence. <laughs> it's so funny. I started out the show saying that I ended up doing my promos about confidence. So maybe I was in the future. I do that sometimes. And I'd love to talk about confidence as a big fat lie for next week because you see these people and they appear to just have everything going for them and when you get into the lie of competition about confidence it can erode how you feel about yourself and so that's my invitation I would love for you to set your clock for uh, alarm on your smartphone uh, and be notified through the Inspired Choices app of when I'm going to be going live for next week's show called Confidence and Other Big Fat Lies because there's a bunch of different ways of approaching confidence and if it's working for you then great and if it's not working for you what can happen is a Deep eroding lack of confidence can stop you from fulfilling your mission on planet Earth. And you do have a mission. It's on your human design chart. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? So I thank you so much for joining me. My name is Jennifer Kramer Lewis, and you are so welcome to join me every week for the Big Fat Lies show on Inspired Choices Network. So I will see you next week. And I love you. Take care. Thank you for listening to Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. Join us next week at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until next week, Jennifer invites you to laugh at limitation and live life delightfully by opening your eyes to the Big Fat Lies.